This is Adulting Like a Mother Father. Thanks for tuning in to learn more. We applaud you. Now sit back, relax. So baby, keep it pushing while we have a couple laughs. And maybe get a little mushy. But don't forget to take a deep breath. Adulting can be hard sometimes. Just take the next step. Pick the right foot up and put it in front of the left. You do this over and over and you'll be headed to rest. And let me introduce you to the star of the show, Daniela Monet. I bet you probably heard her say, Chicago, Chicago. Well, now she's all grown up and got a little baby boy. His name is Gio. Dang, what a bundle of joy. We're a tribe of three, but we're building a community. So come along. It's time for some adulting. Welcome back to Adulting Like a Mother Father. I'm Daniela Monet, the mother. And I'm Andrew, the father. And we're both. Hit him. Adults. Um, and if you're an adult or just trying to be one, this is the show for you. You guys, we just dropped merch. Whoa, whoa. We have merch up for you guys to take a really good long peek at. Um, and the coolest part about it is that you can find our merch on our website, which is adulting like a mother father. Dot com. Damn, two new drops at once. <laughs> yeah, you guys, we are sophisticated, okay? We are running a brand. We are growing. We are expanding. We are spreading our wings. We are flying. Okay. <laughs> and what do you think of the merch? Let's talk about it. Let's talk about the merch. I I think the merch came out so dope. Yeah. Like, we, we have options that I, um, obviously people, you know, other brands have other people have but i didn't really know were options for us you know mm-hmm. and uh i'm just gonna jump into some of my favorites real quick we have these distressed teas with this little phrase coffee then adulting that we came up with because we had to blend we had to blend our coffee world with this world yep and what better than coffee then adulting because you know ain't none of that happening before coffee that's so true so we have these distressed teas with this Clean, small, minimalistic font. They look so dope, of course. Andrew asked for the Instagram font specifically. Oh, yeah. I really like the idea of doing everything based on the fonts that you see on Instagram stories. So that's what we did. Uh, Obviously, the tie-dye sweats are sick. Yeah. I'm wearing the tie-dye sweatsuit right now. It is... It's you know what it is. It's like the perfect um, material. It's not like a thick, heavyweight. It's really comfortable and yeah, it's um, lighter, but it's super soft. Super soft. It's already sort of like worn in and vintagey, and um, it's got that like Instagram font up top. Mm-hmm. And you guys, we have this hat that is available that Andrew thought of, and it says Chicago, Chicago. <laughs> Yikes. So, yeah, so, it does say Chicago, Chicago. That was a last minute thing. Yeah, that was Andrew's call. I said, are you sure? And I was like, we we need to work this in somehow. It's actually sick looking, though, because he had um, Chicago, Chicago, like stacked. And it's in my favorite color, which is um, like this, like, I don't know how you would. It's in a shade it. of it's orange. Like it's almost like a orangey. Like an Hermes orange. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's. I think there's more to come in Chicago, Chicago. There's so there's one one thing right now. It's a dad hat. That has that, so check it out. But I think of every like I love the distressed tees. Like I love that that loose, big fit again. Like it mm-hmm. takes me back to being a teenager. It looks so good. And on I've been you. wearing the fitted stuff for like the last ten years. You know. Yeah. It, Anyways, it, you guys, just go check it out. All you have to do is go to adultinglikemotherfather dot com. Show our website some love. Drop your email because we've got high hopes for this. Um, 
you know, we we think of adulting as being kind of like an umbrella of hopefully like a lifestyle brand. We just love yeah, our it's community. Gonna and, it's going to be more. It's going to be something. Yeah. So drop your email so you can stay in the know. Um, and then also, if you guys want to um, add our playlist on Spotify, all you have to do is follow Adulting Like a Mother Father on Spotify. And our first playlist is up. It's called Adulting. And it's hot, hot fire. Mm-hmm. Hot, hot fire. You know I had a hand in that. You know Andrew got all I still got to add that. more to it. So. I, <laughs> If you if you watch my stories or you know me, like I've probably talked about Drake enough where it's always playing in the background. I'm a big Drake fan and I said like I'll come back to you with more Drake stuff. I think okay. there's a few on there right now. Yeah, no, it's a good blend. But the style's like all over the board. But that's adulting. And it's that's, good. That's what I love. Yeah. Um Kelly said that she's also gonna drop a little box for you guys to add your suggestions. So maybe we'll have like a communal playlist as well oh, with yeah, everyone's suggestions. And um okay. Let's, <laughs> there's a lot to unpack today. Let's um, hit everyone with our wins and fails. Are okay. you ready? Yeah, I can be. You want me to start or you want to go? I mean, go for it because I'm pretty, I know what I'm going to say. Go okay, it. so I'm going to start with the fail and cruise back to my win. My fail is we had a massive blow up last night. Massive. I don't want to get into the details of it. But we better. No, I don't want to. No, you just have to, it's going to, the people, It's literally involves them. Okay, so it was about oh, it was about the rap not being done, and um, I mean, here it is: the rap is not done yet. Life, uh, my apologies, life has taken over. I've I've absolutely wanted to get it done. I just feel like I haven't had the creative window to do it because it's not like for me that sort of thing is you don't just sit down and it happens. You know, you got to be in the right headspace, and I haven't felt like I've been there. So, long story short, it's not done. I still very much plan to get it done and hopefully as quickly as possible. I hate that I didn't hit a deadline that I set. Like I, I like being somebody that does what I say I'm going to do. But in this case, it didn't happen. And she asked me last night if it, if it was done yet. And I said, no, it's it's probably not going to be done by the first, right, is what she mm-hmm. asked me. And like she reacted like she was 12. Okay, you can choose another way of phrasing that. And so she she just had a big like a big physical reaction. What was it? It was like it, it was, was probably super subtle. It was probably an was eye like, roll or like, like a No, it was not subtle. Okay. It was like I just snatched all the life out of you. And uh for me that's something that I've experienced with you that like I just don't like cuz I feel like it's unnecessary. And um, it just set me off. And then you were set off and then we were set off and it lasted for a little while. Like I had to go for a joy ride. Yeah, I had to take off. I'd, I'm learning to just remove myself now. Like I, I wouldn't do that at all before. And now I'm really trying to work on my stress levels. And if that means that I got to I have to remove myself for a little bit and just just come back to center, then that's OK. So that's what I did. Long story short, that's what I did. We had a big fight. Came back. Um, by this point, I feel like we've worked it out. I think. Oh, by this point, right now. Right now. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Today's today's Monday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like we've worked it out, but that that's my fail because it just like we were gonna record last night, and we ended up spending like probably multiple hours combined, like talking about it, mm-hmm. arguing, whatever, and um, yeah. Yeah, that's that's my fail because it just 
it's never fun and it just it just like it's exhausting and sucked the life out of me so mm-hmm. that's my fail my win ooh this is this is a tricky one my my win is although Gio's been waking up super early mm-hmm. we've had a couple moments and, and what was yesterday not Sunday Saturday he was up early and we just had like I don't know how else to describe it but we just had like a beautiful morning like I guess what I would have looked at as like this is an ideal morning with a little one it was just it was just beautiful like we had moments where we were just like looking at each other and then would smile like I would smile at him and then he would smile at me and like got so many like little cute daddies and like he I was I was really tired and I was laying under a blanket on the couch and he would run and like jump onto me and then climb up on me like I was a mountain (laughs) and I was like this is the shit man this is the shit like stop waking up early but this is the shit (laughs) he's been super cute he has really cute moments for sure yep Well, um, I'll jump into my win and fails, but before, obviously, I'll acknowledge the fact that, you know, last night was rough and, um, you know, I think some of the anxiety I have around random details can be overwhelming. And if I feel like I don't have control over it, I mean, no surprise, I've said this before, but if I feel like I don't have control over it, I can't obviously do the rap myself. I start to get like antsy and not know how to explain you know, exactly how important it is or, you know, phrase it in a way that doesn't make you feel um, like your guard goes up. So. Okay. That's sorry fair. about all that. That's all right. Yeah. Yeah. My bad too. Yeah. Definitely your bad. Um, <laughs> okay. So my win, um, it also has uh, to do with Geo. So last night Geo didn't want to go to sleep. Okay. So the whole thing with Geo going to sleep, poorly or waking up too early has a lot to do with the fact that when he is um kind of off schedule and like recently we've had family in town so we've just been like fudging his naps a bit and pushing his na- his bedtime he just gets thrown off very easily so last night he was crying and I went in there and I held him until I thought my arms were going to fall off and mm-hmm. that's what a mom does mm-hmm. <laughs> I held him and he cuddled me and he had his head on my shoulder and every few minutes he just would say mama Mm-hmm. Just to make sure, like, this is all good. We're not we're not changing this up. You're not going anywhere. And then eventually I got him to lay down in his bed, okay? His head on the pillow. I put his blankets on him. Everything was all set up. And I just had my hand on him. And he finally started to fall asleep. But then he would wake himself up and go, Mama. And I finally said, Mama has to go night. Like, at this point, it's almost 8 o'clock. We've been doing this for like an hour. Mm-hmm. And um, And he didn't like that part. But the the win was the sweet cuddles. Like I haven't held him that long in so in so long. He's almost thirty pounds, and I just was like, "You just do this, Daniela, until you literally break. You just do it." Yeah, it's weird because those they, they, it kind of sucks to like get stuck in there doing that. But you're also like, "This won't be forever." I know that's so, what I was telling myself. Yeah, he does this. I, I don't know why. If he can't fall asleep. Like he'll be super tired because I I went in to put him down initially last night, and we go in and like we say night night to everybody or whatever, and then lights are off and he says like I start singing him 
Twinkle Twinkle. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't think he likes the song very much anymore, which is why I do it. Because then he's like, no, not night, Dad. Not night. <laughs> and then he like pulls himself. Yeah, then he wants that. to like lean over to go into his crib. And he went down like he he was saying tonight, like the second we walked in his room. So he was ready. He was definitely ready to go to bed. So I don't understand why he had a hard time. But if he does that, and then you have to go in there, oh, you're and hold him. Mm-hmm. You have to do it for a while, like she said. But then when you eventually put him down, it's like he's really anxious about mm-hmm. something. And so when you put him down and start to leave, it's not like a mama it's like a mama 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 like super anxious and it just rips your heart out mm-hmm. but you know like we we've, we've trained him sort of sleep trained him like you know that you have to you have to just go mm-hmm. and let him find his way like he settles down in about 30 seconds yeah. and then goes to bed but it's brutal i know i know um okay the fail <laughs> Because I've been so open about this whole journey postpartum. Um, I want to let you guys know, I finally got my hands on the Fexi. Okay? <laughs> the Fexi was not easy to wrangle, but it happened. I eventually had to go through that Newberry Park pharmacy and they had to ship it. Um, anyways, it showed up. I, I We tried it. And um, for anyone who's been asking about the birth control journey and curious to know about this Fexi, I would... Not recommend it. Um, it not, was a, not up it for was the a sexy fail. <laughs> it was a fail. Um, I'll I'll give you a little a little down low on it. Okay, so I used it. Instantly felt a burning sensation. Tried to just wrap my head around the fact that like maybe that's just normal. Um, and then which realized did the details did say that it right? did it, was like it said like eighteen or twenty percent would yeah. experience that yeah that was a side effect um, but I didn't know to what extent right and of course I fall into the eighteen percent that feels it and um, long story short wasn't an enjoyable experience and I'm bummed out about that because I don't know where to go from here um, again like I'm just not open to a lot of the hormones and the, the side effects of other birth controls. Um, and so I just feel at a loss there. And it was just a bummer experience. And I just, yeah. Yeah, I hear you. I mean, I'm still I'm still a little weird about, like, sharing everything, you know, in detail, including sex life. But I will say, like, it's, just, it's, it's awkward that we're in, like, a weird spot. Like, I never imagined being in this type of situation in my 30s now after two kids and, like, Obviously, we have to do something. Sex life is almost non-existent. Um, like, I don't know what options we have left. I don't want you to do anything that you're uncomfortable with. I'm deathly afraid of of being pregnant again anytime soon. And, uh, but I also know that's like it's an important part of the relationship. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, what do you, what do you do at this point? And I guess there's one option for me, but I'm also scared of that. So. You sound like a big scaredy cat. <laughs> well, uh, no, I, I get it because I thought about that too. But again, you know, when I when I brought up a vasectomy to my doctor, he said, you know, you guys have to be a hundred percent sure that you are done. But I thought it was reversible. He didn't mention that, and honestly, it could be reversible. But still, you know, I'm sure that there's risks in that. You know, being successful. So I just don't want anybody digging up my sack. Dude, I didn't really love the idea that people like took my guts out of my stomach and like yeah, right, pulled a right, human right, out, right, sewed right. me back up. You win. Okay. 
So there's my fail, guys. If anyone has any suggestions, um, yeah, I would love to know. I mean, obviously there's condoms and, you know, yeah, I'll leave it at that. So if anyone has any suggestions, please DM me because I'm at a loss here. Um, I wanted to do a quick, real quick house update before we get into the bulk of the episode, which Andrew knows nothing about. So this should be very interesting. But the um, house update is this, you guys. Ugh. If anyone out there is also in the market for a home, I am so sorry. This is a crazy experience. I mean, there are so many reels and memes and things going around that people will send me to make me feel better about how people mm. are like putting offers on houses for hundreds of thousand dollars over the asking price and getting outbid because there's like 50 other offers. Yeah, it's pretty silly. It's ridiculous. It just makes me feel like it's not the time and we're just going to have to make it work for a while. But then again, it's like, what if you don't act now and maybe it only gets worse and you look back at this and you're like we thought it was bad then look at it now i mean i don't know my gut says it's not going to be like that like my my gut says financially it's the wrong time yeah like i think that we're buying near or at the top of a cycle Mm -hmm. i do think the the market will take a, a bit of a bump down um you know and you can make the interest rate argument interest rates are amazing still but the one thing is, is like if, if you wait, if we wait and get something at a lower price, like one, we don't know when it's going to be, but mm-hmm. it, it will be at some point. You can, if you don't get as favorable a rate, then at least you can always refi at some point in the future. If the rates ever were to drop back again. Yeah. Because it took a while I mean, to they get may to never, this they point. Never, they may never come back to this point, but... I don't know. I, I look at the price of the home. Like you just don't want to put yourself in a tough position because you can. I mean, if if you're financially able to to get in something, then you can, you know. But then you're always like, if you're looking at the purchase price, you're always probably going to be well, not always. If for a while, you're likely to be in a tough spot if you needed to get out for any reason. Yeah. No, I know. I'm definitely second guessing it all and just trying to figure out, you know. What we can do, because the biggest concern here for us is that, like, we haven't really solidified a room for Ivory because we've kind of been, like, one foot in, one foot out, thinking, no, at any point we might find the house that we, you know, will land at. But I think, A, step one, we need to set up that room. We Mm -hmm. need to be serious about it. We need to set it up because she can't be in our room forever. She's coming up on four months, and I would love to just be able to walk into the room and, like, not tiptoe around. You just got to tell me what your plan is, like, timing-wise. You know, I think we're making progress on the room. It's been painted. The crib's been built. It's set up. Like, some of the stuff that didn't need to be in there is is out. Yeah. No, it's it's no matter what, even if we solidify that room, it's still going to be sort of like a, a temporary situation just because we ended up getting this crib, which actually is pretty decent. We got it for like 100 bucks on Amazon. It's one of them. It's a mini crib, which I thought was going to be a lot smaller. It's it's pretty good. Yeah, sorry. But like she's not going to have, you know, what I feel weird about is that like we and I hate that this is like a, just a typical second child thing, but I don't want her to get like, you know sort of just something that's thrown together yeah because geo had like a beautiful nursery that we put a lot of time and effort into and i want that for her at some point in the future and i and she will get that she will get that i mean give yourself some grace like there's just a lot going on and she has no idea no i know like what her room situation is you know what i mean but by the time she does know she'll have she'll have like what we want her to have yeah yeah we will work it all out 
I still think that that renting isn't off the table. Dude, rent is expensive. I know, but we, I keep trying to get her to, to keep our goals in mind. Like in anything, I think that's super important. Like, why are you doing what you're doing? Share so that people, cause you know, well, ultimately like we, we want to move because we want more living space. We want to be closer to family because mm-hmm. it's super helpful. And then ultimately now, like instead of getting everything that we want, like we want something that gives us some opportunity to, to add value. Sure. Right. So we want something where we got to do some work and we can create value almost immediately once, once the work's done. Cause I just feel like financially in a market like this, at least that puts you in a better position. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It might be, it might be tough to find something that gives us that, th- that third part. Cause I feel like just everything is priced so high right now. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we could rent to, to give us the space and get us closer to family. And then the rental income off this place will offset the rent there. And mm-hmm. we'll likely financially be in a very similar spot than we are now. But the money that we're paying for rent is essentially getting burned up, right? Yeah. And, you know, it's expensive to move. I mean, just the little details, like if you want to talk about adulting, changing your water and power, switching your Wi-Fi, like doing all those things that like you just don't love doing to yeah, begin it's, with. It's your a, credit card, it's you know, billing ass. addresses, yeah. like yeah. everything has to change. And um, I would prefer that we just wait it out until the right opportunity comes about or we get um, so emotionally attached to something that we can't, you know, look away and we just have to make it work. Okay. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll always be the uh, the no guy Ugh, God. when it comes to finances. True that, man. What you need that. Yeah. Um. So we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back and we're going to talk about something that I'm I'm excited to talk about. Yee. Okay. More adulting like a mother father when we come back. All right, guys. While I'm sipping on my coffee, well, we're sipping on our coffees. It's a great time to plug Drew Coffee. DrewCoffee.co. That's that's not going to be my jingle. but <laughs> It's because you can't afford me. It's fine. <laughs> uh, Drew Coffee, guys. So really, I want to take an opportunity just to say thank you. Um, there have been a lot of you guys that have tried Drew Coffee already. And that's special to me because... Like many things, like clothing, right? You have a million choices. There are so many coffees that you can go to. And and really, like, there are coffees at what I would say the quality that Drew Coffee is at that do it really well already. So for you to go out of your way to try Drew Coffee means the world to me. So thank you, guys. For those of you who haven't tried it yet and and you take your coffee seriously at home, please give it a try. Yep. I think you will love it. Um, I mean this when I say this and. It's not bragging. I'm just not doing my job if I don't say this. But people have said amazing things and have gone as far as saying it's the best that they've ever had. Yeah. And that's that's huge for me. Um, I have two blends right now. Like my aim is to keep things simple always. One uh, is called filter number one. I In my head, I call it the everything blend. So it's for all your brew types, including espresso. Um, but if you do do espresso, I prefer my espresso number one. It'll give you the richest, chocolatiest, creamiest, like crema-filled espresso that maybe you've ever had. It's so good. It's bomb, right? Um, so if you haven't tried it yet, uh, there's a code ADULTING. That'll give you 30% off your first purchase. Definitely take advantage of that. Go to DrewCoffee.co. Yeah. <laughs> well, but on, I, I'm stuck now. 
on this note, we we can't talk about Drew without talking about Drink Renewed's Chaga Chino. Drink Renewed's Chaga Chino. Do, do, do. They actually might use that. <laughs> no, they won't. Chaga Chino, guys. Um, this is, for those of you who take your coffee seriously and you like a treat, and you like your treat without calories, and you like your treat to also have wonderful nutrients in it that are actually healthy for you. This exists. <laughs> this really this, exists. This exists, and this is Drink Renewed's Chagachino. This stuff is out of this world delicious and healthy for you. We, uh, You may have heard us say this before. We discovered it at uh, a couple cafes that we go to, and um, we were like, God, this, this, this must exist for home use, right? Yeah, and they just started selling direct to consumer, so this is your chance because they've never offered a discount. Um, well, that I was aware of, and I wanted definitely not at this level, not at this level. And to be super, super transparent with you guys, um, you know, the only reason why we have this relationship with Drink Renewed is because I, I friggin' commented on their posts and they hit me up and mm. they said, "Hey, you know," and I introduced them to Andrew and Andrew had Drew Coffee, so they collaborated and gave us a discount code to share with you guys. And um, and so there it is. You can save twenty percent off. You'll all you have to do is go to drinkrenew.com and enter the code Drew, as in Drew Coffee. So hit up Drew Coffee, get some coffee, then get your chino, and you can be slamming the drinks that we're drinking on the reg. Yeah, like a true 100%. mother father. 100%. And I think you were alluding to this, but the 20% off, I don't believe that they've ever done it. I'm pretty sure that that's exclusive to the no, Drew Coffee Club. because here's, okay, I was wanting to buy it myself. Okay. Kind of was hoping that they would slide in my DMs and offer <laughs> some sort of deal. And they did. But prior to that, I was not, I don't know. I'm just not a full price kind of gal. So I wasn't going to pay. <laughs> I wasn't sure. going to pay. And so I was like, let's work something out. And that's why when we brought in Drew, I was like, get us a discount, bro. Mm-hmm. And now mm-hmm. we're sharing it with you guys. Yep. Give it a try, guys. It's it's out of this world, but also healthy for you. It's made from chaga and, and a few other like super clean ingredients. Like she said, zero calories. Um, the chaga is like insanely good for you. So I will leave it at that. Yeah. Try the chaga chino cold, uh, code, code drew, drew 20% off code adulting at drewcoffee.co for 30% off. And, uh, and let's get back to what we were just talking about. Let's do it. <laughs> and now back to adulting like a mother father. Okay. So we're back. And, um, like I mentioned before, Andrew has no idea what I'm about to talk about, but, um, I would like to take everyone on a little trip down memory lane because um, we just uh, had Memorial Day weekend and 10 years ago, um, (laughs) Andrew uh, slid into my Facebook private messages and uh, that was the very first time that I spoke with Andrew via obviously text. We were introduced by a friend of mine. Um, and so I want to just talk a little bit about it because I think it's a something that we should recognize because I'm a hopeless romantic. I'm the hopeless romantic in this relationship, admittedly. And wait, does that make sense? I am the hopeless romantic one in this relationship. And I want to, for both of our sakes, you know, just go there in our head because we've accomplished a lot in 10 years and, it should be recognized, right? Yeah, I agree. I agree. What do you think about me springing this on you? And what does it bring up right away? Definitely have a sue. 
Oh gosh. I don't know why. Like I'm just visually picturing Havasu. Um, but also like, you're right. Like 10 years is a long time. And in many ways, like I've blinked and it's, it's gone by, you know, we don't always take the time to remember milestones and things we've done together year after year. Uh, but it is pretty cool. So to, to add to that 10 years ago on Memorial day weekend, I was in Havasu. You were not. Mm-hmm. And I was with a group of friends and uh, we ran into uh, a girl that all those friends knew from L.A. And so everybody was hanging out together and uh, ended up chatting with her. and ran. Because he, he liked her. Oh, yeah. I thought she was cute. And then this is my friend Shiva, you guys. And then who's <laughs> now married to like your best friend. Yeah. Who I was in Havasu with. And uh, she was like she randomly was like i know somebody for you whoa and i was like okay show me and so she showed me you on facebook and i was like i was like oh yeah set that up (laughs) so on the flip side shiva calls me i'm laying in my apartment in studio city just bored out of my mind because at the time really all i did was work i didn't have a social life at all and um i couldn't even i probably didn't even know it was memorial day weekend but i get a call from her and she's a little tipsy and she's like i think i met a guy for you and i'm just like oh okay cool thanks girl have fun like not thinking much of it and then a little bit later um you message me on facebook Mm-hmm. yeah that was the beginning. Just that part. Isn't that crazy that like she randomly hits you up and says, I think I have a guy for you. In most cases, everybody's like, uh, yeah, okay, whatever. Like connect us or, mm-hmm. you know, but it's probably going to go nowhere. But here we are 10 years later. Well, that's kind of what she said. She's like, can I give you or can I give him your phone number? And I was like, no, just have him like message me on Facebook. <laughs> because one of two things, like it, you don't always want to just give out your phone number to someone you have no idea who they are, right? But yeah, then also, no, like, sense. you want to be able to peep a little bit, and like having access to your Facebook was important to me. Um, not a lot to go through still to this day because Andrew's pictures are all private except for his profile pictures, which, believe me, I very much zoomed in on every single one that I could. <laughs> and um, and my my first honest reaction. When I was looking through your pictures was, oh, God, yeah, I was just not, I was not as excited as she was for me. I just thought that you were, at the time, you guys, Jersey Shore was like a thing, right? We watched Jersey Shore. It was like. I was in love with Jersey Shore. And honestly, you were so on brand. Like you were so beefy and big and you had these tattoos and I think you probably had like a chain on in one of your pictures and like those Carrera sunglasses that everyone had mm-hmm. <laughs> or it was, knockoffs. It's just a sign I don't know. Of the times. <laughs> sign of the times. You were like laying back on a boat with your abs popping and like jumping off cliffs and just and then selfie you had a selfie in like a black suit, which like so many girls had like commented on on Do that. Do you know picture. what's funny about that? That picture in that suit was a night that was me going to my accounting (laughs) fraternities like job night where there were a bunch of accounting firms that came in and you just went and met all these firms so that you could try to get a job 
And you, so he had like a black suit on with a black shirt. Did you miss the part that I was in an accounting fraternity? No, I did not miss that at all. But I just think the way that you, (laughs) you looked did not, did not match up. And that's why you don't judge a book by its cover. I guess that's the moral of the story. I definitely looked that part. Um, I kind of always been like that. I mean, I was played sports forever. I was that guy. Like I was quarterback in high school and whatever, but that's exactly the reaction I would get all the time. Like people thought I was an asshole that never once talked to me, mm-hmm. but I feel like that's absolutely not who I am. Mm-mm. Like if you get a chance to sit down, like I'm very much open. I'm just reserved. So I don't, and I'm, I'm shy and sometimes awkward. So I don't go out of my way to like, to get to know everybody or make sure that everybody's comfortable. But if you're able to sit down with me, you know, in, in a more intimate situation then like, that's where like my guard drops and, um, yeah, now I'm describing my personality. I don't need to do that. But so, so that's what happened. So you judge me by the cover. It didn't end up being what it was. And where did it go from there? So she connected us and we, did we like connect immediately on Facebook? I don't know. I think it was within the, yeah, a few days you had messaged me on Facebook and we bantered a little bit back and forth. And I so remember being Did we banter right away? Yeah, I think so. Mm. I, I don't know that back then, like many people were playing games as much. Like the whole like, oh, I'm not going to respond right away. I don't really remember. No, I, think that, I think that's always existed. I don't remember it that well, but I do remember laying in. Um, so remember the Studio City apartment that you moved into eventually that Janessa lived with yeah, me? Wow. And, okay, so this was before she had moved in. So I was laying in that room, her room. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like just sitting there on the bed looking at the ceiling, just probably counting the friggin' minutes because I was so bored if I wasn't working. And once you messaged me, yeah, we went back and forth for a while. We had like good banter. And I remember thinking, oh, this guy like seems, I hate to say it, but it's, he seems smarter than I thought. And I am very much attracted to people that are smart, that, um, are witty that can hold a conversation and also someone that I feel like is pretty forthcoming, like not, not necessarily like an overshare, but someone that you feel like you can believe that you can trust Yeah, and you're very honest. So, um, after that you asked if we could Skype at some point because you, Oh no, 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 no. We bantered for like a month just on Facebook. Like we didn't exchange phone numbers for, I think a month. Mm-hmm. Um, so in many ways like that also, I like looking back, it almost kept it exciting because there were like levels that you had to get to, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it wasn't all at once. What did you think by the way? Because you know, you weren't from LA mm-hmm. here. You are like chatting with the girl who like probably had a very different lifestyle than anyone. It was exciting met. for me. Yeah. It was really exciting. Because in many ways, like I saw myself down here before I met you, I had been spending so much time down here with Mike and, you know, hanging out in the valley, going to Havasu, whatever. Like I knew that this is where I wanted to be. I didn't know like what exactly I'd be doing, even though I was going to school for accounting. Like I just knew that there was more opportunity and more like there was so much life to live down here. Mm -hmm. Um, And so like the connection was super exciting for me. So anyways, so we banter, we finally exchange numbers. I'm still in Fresno at the time, so we're we're just talking. We banter every once in a while. And then 
we kind of have a little period of like just living our own lives for a bit. Oh, we sure did. Before like meeting in person. So (laughs) I, uh, I'm finishing up school and then I start a summer program where like I do the first part at school and then, uh, we went to Australia to finish and those like were literally my last two classes. So when I finished there, like I was, I was done with college and so that was that was three weeks there, and then um, because I was done, I ended up staying with a few guys, and we traveled for like another three or four weeks. And at the time, like you were busy with work, and you guys were traveling. You went to Europe mm-hmm. or whatever. For- uh, this was like prime victorious days, so I was super consumed um, and not not really actively pursuing anyone. Like maybe dating here and there. So like the conversation between Andrew and I was kind of like a it was like a side project thanks <laughs> i was like listen who knows you just got to keep them afloat in the event that this turns into something in the future when i have the time and energy Tr- yeah truth be told like like <laughs> we would banter a lot like in a day or two and like i would i would start to take it seriously you know where you like your brain almost starts focusing in on like oh this like this is the person i want to focus my time and energy on and then, like, maybe, and then the, something the would walk would, by. And no, <laughs> you'd swing your. A neck. lot of it had to do with you at that time, because I think like you didn't want to commit, which I understand. Yeah. Right. So, long story short, what I was trying to say is, we both live our lives. I'm I'm in Australia, and then I travel for a little bit. Uh, you're in you're in Europe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And was it then when I was trying to Skype with you? No, you there, it was, it was right back? before. I was I was back. I was back. Maybe. Okay. So I was like always trying to progress the conversation and I, and I, you know, we hadn't met in person yet, which we, I tried once coming down here in between. Mm-hmm. I was out with Mike and my, that group of friends and we went out to a place in, uh, Westlake. It is Westlake. Yeah. Cisco's. Yeah. And I invited her out and, and she said she was going to come. She ended up bailing. No, I didn't. Okay. So that what was like happened was, no, what happened was again, thick of victorious days. Okay. There was literally an event all the time um and i was at miranda cosgrove's birthday and i'll drop that name for you but like it is fun for people to listen this is so not my life today so i have no problem saying like i went to her birthday um and i remember like saying okay i'm gonna go all the way out from hollywood to westlake after this because i'm curious to meet this guy Mm -hmm. i was on my way okay and i was trying that's deep it was very deep but i was like i'm gonna meet this guy whatever um i was already done up like i left the party early whatever i called shiva who introduced us and i said i'm on my way to cisco's to meet that guy that you introduced me to like two and a half months ago okay um is this the move like should i be doing this because i'm i'm driving from hollywood like whatever and she i love shiva pumped the brakes she pumped the brakes she was just like oh you're still talking to him like i I think what she thought was i don't i mean i just don't know the guy Mm -hmm. and so if you're gonna make that commitment to drive all the way out there and go hang out with him at some bar in westlake like maybe just like choose another opportunity she didn't want to be responsible for you know what could happen or if you were even like like, when i introduced you to him i was drunk (laughs) and he was interested in me and i was trying to pawn him off (laughs) I don't know. So I decided like, okay, you're right. I'm not going to go. So I ended up going home to my lonely abode. And um and you guys went on with your night. And mm-hmm. um and it didn't take very long after that for us to actually set something up because No, it took a little while. It did take a little <laughs> while. I so I was still traveling and like I literally I drank for 40 days straight in Australia. 40 days. 
got wrecked at some point every day, like was having the time of my life, but we were still bantering. Like, um, even with the time difference, I think you were back here in LA. And at one point I was like, let's, let's Skype, you know? Cause I don't even know if, yeah, FaceTime would have existed then, but I don't think I even had a. An I don't think I don't think that FaceTime existed. I don't think FaceTime. I don't think we had front cameras at that, that point. Crazy. No, we did not. Because crazy. I remember when you said Skype, I was like, "What Skype?" I had yeah. no, I had no yeah, idea. You know, it's, I was skyping on. I think I had an iPhone. I was skyping on my iPhone because I remember skyping with my dad at some point. Oh. So weird, but you had to add credit and all that stuff. Wow. Okay, so. I was like, let's, let's Skype. Right. so I found a way to get myself up and alive and ready to meet somebody like not physically, but face to face for the oh, first time. Oh, people know what that means. Cause right? that's literally our reality now. Right. For the first time at 10 AM on like somewhere in between all this drinking and whatever. And I do it, man. I set up like, I'm sure I had to set up the Skype account and like make sure I was connected to Wi-Fi, and I'm sitting there. Like, oh, man. Is she coming in? Oh, no. Is she coming in? Oh, no. Is she coming in? <laughs> and she bailed Do you know me. where I was? To I can tell you exactly where I was. I, I was, don't remember. But... I was leaving an audition for The New Girl, a show that was on at that time, and I was driving up Highland. And I don't know if maybe you texted me to remind me or You're something. You driving what? Up Highland, like the street to go. I was heading home. Uh, up Highland. Yeah, I was in the car. And um, I remember getting something or remembering at that time, like, oh, shit, I was supposed to Skype that guy. Mm-hmm. You know, that guy. Mm-hmm. And that was the moment where I, I yeah, I bailed. But also at that point, unfortunately, like I wasn't even prepared if I wanted to jump on. Like I didn't know really what Skype was. I didn't have an account. Like I wouldn't have known where to start. Well, I'm not surprised. (laughs) Fast forward, like the lack of preparation. (laughs) You get it. Because we had talked about it beforehand. Like, hey, let's do this at this time on this day. And then you probably just didn't work out any of the details. I probably didn't. And then you got to that time on that day and you were like, oh, I haven't done any of that stuff. So I don't don't think it's going to work. Yeah. Oh man, it's a lot easier to to do to act like that when you haven't met the person and all you really have to go off. Yeah, of is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. nowadays, I think it obviously be so different because this is how people communicate. You know what I mean? There are so many well, dating just, apps where like yeah. you don't meet for you know however long. And it's just way more normal now. Yes, yeah, way more normal. So you know, it is what it is. Obviously, at that at that point, like my my feelings were hurt and Aww. maybe not it doesn't even go that far like i was disappointed cuz you're like oh you know i'm looking forward to doing this and and then it doesn't happen and then uh i'm sure you you know did. i experienced that with you coming out to to meet us at that bar and then bailing but like i i you know looking back you get it cuz you're just like it's easy not to commit like you don't there's no like real connection you don't know the person yet and so there were several times where like i had to I had to tell myself to like keep trying because prior to you, I probably would have just put it down and said like, eh, move on, you know? Mm-hmm. And, but, I, but I, but I didn't. And then I, when I came back from Australia, I flew in and I had already brought my stuff down before I left. And when I flew in, I was now living in LA. Like I was time warped. Like I honestly had no idea where I was at for like two or three days. I was like, what is this life? I was so broke which has nothing to do with the story, but just part of it. Um, and I'm trying to get on my feet. I'm on, I'm on uh, Mike's couch mm-hmm. for two months, and you know we're still we're still talking, and 
we're trying to set something, but I think two weeks goes by mm -hmm. before we actually meet face to face. And then we finally get there and guys, she was going to bail on me once again. <laughs> we set up a time to meet and, uh, we get closer to the time and then you said what? Okay. So what was going on in my life at the time was I had my brother living with me. Um, and he, my brother, he's just like struggled to stay on, you know, a consistent path. And that day was rougher than, than normal because he had gotten a job and he decided that he was just not going to show up. And I had already set this precedent when he had moved in with me that, you know, he had to do certain things in order to have a place to stay and for me to like take care of him and support him and, and so on and so forth. And so when he decided to just not go and what he really wanted to do was just fall off pretty much the wagon a little bit, like go hang out with his friends, I think downtown and mess around, do whatever he was going to do. And I just was like in a really hard position because it was like the moment where I realized, you know, I was young at the time too. I, I didn't want that kind of Super burden. Young. And I didn't know how to handle it best, but I had to stay true to like what I said and kind of be yeah, really hard mom. yeah, on him. And so I just didn't feel like I was in the frame of mind to just like dip out and go hang and meet a guy at a bar. And I just wasn't in the right headspace. But what happened was um, I remember saying something to you along those lines, like it was a, it was a bad day or something. Um, and you just kind of said something sweet and simple, like no, just come no. out. Yeah. I threw it down on this one. <laughs> you just said, just come out, have a drink. I'll make you laugh. I think I would love to find that original conversation, but it was something along those lines. And now looking back, I'm actually surprised that that was enough for me to go because I was so just in it with Mario. Mm -hmm. Um, but there was something there and I think I owed it to us and myself to like really give it a shot or at least just meet you after three months of this consistent banter. It was probably even longer than that. It was probably longer than that. Yeah. Now that I think about it, it was. So we met at a bar that was literally two minutes from my place and I remember we had to work around your gym schedule. So I was like, okay, so he's driving from the Valley from the gym. Oh my God. You were going to spectrum at the time, which was like the spot. I'll never forget this conversation. Oh, yeah, spot. yeah. And I said, you can come, you can come out to, to Laurel Tavern. It was literally like walking distance from me. But well, that was exciting for me too. Cause everything was still new for me out here. Yeah. You know, and if anybody's like ever, you know, you moved away for college or after college, you moved to a new city or whatever. Like there's a period of time where like, it's just so fun because everything is new. Yeah. You know, so it was cool for me to go. I don't, I hadn't been to Studio City. Obviously I hadn't been to Laurel Tavern just, and then meeting you, like there was so much excitement around it. Dude, it's weird how like I have such, I agree with you. There was so much excitement and, and. I have such a hard time remembering details of just so many things. But that night, I can literally tell you what I was wearing, what you were wearing. I was wearing these like gray cowboy boots that laced up the back, okay? Of course you Little were. shorts. I used to <laughs> always wear little shorts. If anyone watched Victoria's, you know I was always just showing all the leg, okay, from hip to toe, okay? And so I was wearing these tiny little shorts and like a... Gwen, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow, not Gwyneth Paltrow, um, Gwen Stefani lamb zip up hoodie 
I don't even Sick. know if I had a shirt underneath just zipped up. Like what a tell, like telling of the times. That doesn't make any sense. But what an interesting. And then you. So what? So what does that tell me? Like, did you did you not care, or is that like your way of saying like? I think that in all honesty, I think I felt most comfortable wearing that kind of like I always wore boots with short shorts and like mm. some sort of looser something top. Is there any part of you that were, that was like, he's going to look at my legs, <laughs> my my legs are going to be banging right here. Like what's I mean, the what's the thought process? I don't know. I just thought that that was how I could. Because that was your jam, like loose, loose top, tiny shorts and boots what or heels. What was that? Yeah. I was never wearing heels unless I was on Victorious. Well, what do you call what do you call not heels but tall shoes? Platforms, wedges? Maybe. You would wear that stuff, right? I mean, maybe like if we went out. So what was it always just boots? I always wore boots, like a knee high or like a calf high boot. Oh my gosh. And then you were wearing gray jeans. Um wait, hold on, I know what they were. They were Joe jeans. Also, mm-hmm. very in at the time. Mm-hmm. You had Vans on. Yep. I think black Vans. Yep. Okay. And you had your... Purple shirt. Blue shirt. V-neck. It's purple. What brand was that, actually? Like a Nordstrom's rack like find. Vans or something. Okay. Everything was Nordstrom rack at that point. <laughs> um, Everything is now. And you were standing now. there, and I pulled in... Um, I was driving a BMW at the time, which she was my she pride was and joy. shit. <laughs> and I... Well, because you know what? I didn't have the confidence around dating. So I had to like, I had to make it up in my head. I had mm-hmm. to like tell myself that I was something I re- really wasn't because I was so shy and just not experienced. And now you obviously know that. But like, I just had to like fake it till I made it. Yep. So yeah. we sat down, had a drink. It was so loud in there. And this kid literally has the deepest bass it... voice. Yeah. Couldn't really hear anything you were saying. Surprise. <laughs> Um, and that was the night that I think I lost my credit card. What did you think when you walked up? Were you like, damn, tall drink of water? Um, it was just shocking. You know, you have like this idea of someone in your head and I think I saw you in person and I was like, oh, he's thinner and taller than I thought. Mm. And, um, and much, much cuter, right? Yeah. And this sounds so weird, but I was just like, and he doesn't look like a quintessential like white boy. Mm. Yeah. Exotic. <laughs> Look, you looked more interesting to my eyes. Interesting. Interesting is yeah. an interesting word. It's like, <laughs> I'm not really sure what the meaning is. I wasn't sure what you were. I was mm. like, this kid's unique. What are you made of? Mm. Yeah. Like, yeah, human. <laughs> the eyes were, you know, just. Yeah. They're smaller. Extraordinary. Mm-hmm. If I smile, they go away. Yeah. And like, your face is just like long and a bit chiseled. You had, you still, like, the jawline of a freaking Egyptian goddess. On goddess. one side, though. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Everyone has a good side. Get over it. Um, your ears were banging. Just like, what up? Here I am. Mm-hmm. And um, your hair Sonars. was super short at the time. So it was like all neck. All I could see was just like neck connected to your head. My neck was way bigger at the time. I mean, it was really big when I was playing football. Mm-hmm. And then uh, when, I I was, just, when I was done, like I was a, I was a gym rat. I imagine you with like those neck chain things in the gym where you're literally pulling weight, you know, oh, those yeah, guys. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Did I you do him, that? I would have. Uh, I don't know. I was working out with Sam all the time then. I don't think that that's something we did. Oh, yeah. That's really crazy. Shout like out to Sam, too. 
Yeah, shout out to Sam. He he and I were working out like every day together. You and him were like a that little... That was more than 10 years ago. I know. And look at us now. It's There's just so a lot cool of things have that back. have come full circle. Yeah. A lot of things. Like in some ways, you guys, I feel like we're at this point now where, yes, we have two kids. We've been together for 10 years, but we're kind of like in our own way, like progressing a little bit. We just hung out with all those same people that we used to hang out with in Havasu when we met 10 years ago. Yeah. You know, and we are trying to find our groove again, even though we're sleep deprived and so spread thin. But it's important, you know, taking those like Friday nights that we now have for our date night. But like to just go and like we should go to Laurel Tavern and we should I should wear the Daisy Dukes. I just went to Laurel with Anthony. (laughs) There you go. See, remember his whole conversation about how he got out for two hours and it was Mm -hmm. groundbreaking. Mm -hmm. That was Laurel. Yeah, this is important. It's still dope. I mean, now ordering a drink is super weird. It's like walking up to like uh like a teller at a bank it's all like plexiglassed off with an opening here here and here so you know weird. it's so weird but like you know we're getting off track here but it just comes back to balance like i think it's less regression and more of just making it priority to to have that balance in that community in your life because i feel like that's something that we've been lacking we've we've never done a great job of like going out of our way to, to make sure f- that friends are around. And it's so important to have those relationships. Actually, for many things that I've read, um, like a requirement for a long, healthy life mm. is to have good friendships and, and good relationships. And uh, I think we've been pretty bad at it. Yeah. So that's it's a focus for me for sure. And, you know, it's nice because everybody's like, it's nice being around First of all, like the thing I like most is these are very authentic relationships, you know, whereas in L.A., I hate to say it, but oftentimes like you have more acquaintances than you have friends. Well, a lot of people are are from other places, so they don't have everybody's here for a reason. So everybody's like you meet people and it's it kind of always feels like what can you offer? What can you offer? You know, whereas these are are genuine friendships and these are these are the type of relationships that i prefer i agree so so yeah it's priority and everybody's like doing their thing and progressing like to me that that's important you know i had so many friends back home and and not that i did this on purpose but you just you just you outgrow people Mm -hmm. you know and you want different things out of life and and i just feel like you know even with these being like super just authentic relationships everybody's still striving and it's like it's nice to reconnect and feel like you're all doing that together yep you know totally yeah we're all like coming back into each other's lives with kids and and probably eventually you'll see us like on a boat someplace with our kids in tow like you know it's just it's like a whole new chapter of life and i'm excited about it all and i just wanted to take a moment to go down memory lane because meeting gosh the person can we tell I, them about can we tell them about so we so we get together that night oh yeah and you talk my ears off but part of the issue is and you know now that i have a deeper voice and in a place where it's small and loud like it's almost impossible for me to have a conversation so if i'm in a group like i literally will not talk because it's like it's more effort than it is enjoyable mm-hmm. probably sounds weird but that's that's just what it is and but it's just me and you we're talking you're talking a lot but I, I like to listen, so it was fine for me. And um, I felt like we, we had a good night. Like, we left. It still felt exciting. We walked back to the cars. Um, did I drive you back to your car? No. 
I drove you to your car. Oh, that's right. You valeted. I was broke. Yeah, so I you parked, you parked, I parked where all I the way up the hill on Carpenter, uh-huh. and I drove you to your car. I think I was curious to just, I guess, just see more about your life. Like, you know, at the time, like when I was younger, I'm sure you can relate, right? Girls would be like, oh, you know, does he drive a truck? What does he drive? And when you're younger, like you're just into that sort of thing. So anyways, I drove you to your car and you had this bright apple red no, Mustang. I think technically it's fire red. Fire red. It was limited edition. Mustang, like old school Mustang. Um, and that was, I mean, you didn't like make a move or anything. It was just very like, okay, cool. Really, really nice to just meet you. Yeah. I think it goes back to thinking like it It could have been and was, and was going to be more, you know? So maybe a different situation. I would have gone in for a kiss or something like that. But I, uh. I didn't want to do any of that. I just was like totally content taking it slow. Wow. And I think you were thrown off by that. Yeah, I I misread it for sure. Because again, like, you know, it's still fairly new. I'm still trying to get my feels for you. And I thought that you were different than you actually were. And so I thought for sure this guy, if he's interested, of course, like may actually go for a kiss. Um because why else? I mean, maybe I volunteered to drive you to your car, but why else would I have said like, hey, jump in my car. I'll take you to, to your car. Nice. Well, yeah. Uh, so I, I didn't mean... have to walk eight miles? <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's the one. No, it wasn't that far. Um, so, so, uh, so nothing happens. I think we both left thinking like, just like, oh, that was, that was nice. But is there more? Yeah, we didn't know. And then the... I want to fast forward real quick that the morning that you went to Barry's at like 5 a.m. or whatever, was that the next day from that? Yeah. Oh, it was. Yeah. Damn, so because I've been like, no, what happened was, is like, I, I've always lived, you know, I lived on my own for a long time. I kind of did my own thing. Just, you know, when you're, when you're on your own, you don't have a partner, you're just, you're on your own schedule. And I woke up a little bit Maybe I had a drink and that sugar hit me. I'm not sure. But I woke up early and I was like, I'm going to go run on the treadmill at, at Barry's. So I went and took like a 5 a.m. No, class there. Racing. I mean, partially, yeah. Like you're curious, <laughs> but you don't want to like overdo it with like the texting afterwards. You want to play it cool. And so, sure. so you just I had to distract to, myself. You ran it off. I ran it off. I ran it off. And so th- what I was saying earlier about losing my credit card is those that my credit card fell out of my Daisy Duke. So then you're spending the day like going, oh, shoot, I don't have any means to pay for anything. Like now I got to wait until the bar opens. So like there was a little bit of a lingering from that night before. But I, yeah, which adds nah, to so a little bit of like the story. So if you guys have ever met story. somebody and had that feeling like night of, day after where yeah. you're like, Damn, this this guy or this girl took me by storm. Nah, it wasn't really. That's where okay. she was. That's the only reason you go to a workout class at 5 a.m. No, okay, you want to be really, really honest? Yep. It wasn't like that was the day that we decided we were each other's person. We oh, were still doing our life. Yeah, 100%. But you were like, oh, there, there's likely something. There, there is some. Yeah, I was curious. I was very curious. I think the fact that maybe there wasn't anything that happened, like no kiss to solidify that there was like, you know. Yeah, left you wanting more. Huh? It was just like I was interested in like, is this going to be. Tactics. Something. Um, but it, it was probably at least two weeks before we met again. Yeah. Because Andrew had, you know. I had to do know, hard labor. That and like you had some other girls to meet up with. <laughs> what were you doing? 
I mean, exactly. No, it wasn't like that. Look, you were all you up until that point, still at that point, you were one foot in, one foot out. Yeah. So, like, I didn't feel early. I was like, I was like, yeah, I could, I could throw myself into this. And then a couple like levels of disappointment, and you're like, oh, I got to be careful. Mm-hmm. You know? So that's where I was at. No, I understand that. At what point did you feel like it was time to? to make me, you know, the only girl Probably that you after, wanted to after hang out with. Probably after that second time when, when we went to Kabuki. <laughs> Half off sushi. Half off. Well. Was that when I told you I was vegan? I don't know. Because I just loved their avocado rolls, so it must have been evident that I didn't eat fish. Yeah, you might. I'm sure you told me before. It's what? Like, Actually, it's no, like somebody I'm curious. that does CrossFit. <laughs> no, that's not true. I'm not that way. <laughs> I'm Danielle. I'm vegan. No, but what did you think when I said I was vegan at whatever point that I did? Do you remember? I probably didn't care. See, that's when I knew this probably guy's cool. Care. Yeah. So, yeah. Here we are. That's a very long story. Ten years later. With, with our two own kids. Two, podcast. Two kids. I know. Two kids. We've had your brother live with us like four times. Yeah. We've traveled a lot. Yep. Not lately, but <laughs> we've traveled a lot. We, um, we've gotten engaged. Yeah. We bought a house. We bought a house. We have gone through a few different cars. Cars. Holy moly. Family stuff. Yeah. Probably lost people along the way. For sure. We've been to, yeah, we've been yep. to some funerals. Yeah. Yeah. We've seen other relationships come and go around us, like within our family and friends. Our friends. Lots of life. I've gone through, this is basically my third career. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gosh, I've had quite a. Mental ups and downs. Mm-hmm. Lots of fights. How about all the times that we would be gone for random like jobs, like TV shows oh in Hawaii, filming here, filming there? When I was an accountant, I traveled a lot when I was doing sales, but those would be short trips, like two, three days here and there. When I was an accountant, like I would go, like I had a client up in Seattle and like at one point I spent four weeks straight, so a month straight there. And I think I came back for like a day or two on a weekend but like I was traveling a lot and they would be for like a week at a time, but you were also traveling for work. So when you would get jobs, like you would go to Hawaii for a month or whatever. And that was like its own challenge. Mm-hmm. Obviously exciting. Cause you got to do stuff like that when you're, when you're younger, nothing like missing your person. Yeah, I would, you guys, I would, to feel like I that. would, and I'm so grateful for the work, but I would get these, I was on paradise run for three or four seasons. So that meant four separate times I would go to Hawaii. And then outside of that, I actually filmed fairly odd summer in Hawaii as well. So I had spent like almost five years of going to Hawaii. Every time Bummer. I would leave the house to get into the car, to go to the airport, I would sob and the and they would drive send just a like driver. Severe anxiety or so what? I just would saw. I had such separation, like separation. anxiety. Yeah. yeah, I had like I felt like I didn't know life outside of like what we had, you know, cultivated. You know, outside of us, our home, our dogs. Like, and I knew that like a month just felt like oh my gosh, this is wild. Um, yeah. But again, it's all part of life. And I'm grateful that we had all those different experiences. Dude, you got some of the, you got to do some of the coolest things. Like I'm sure there's, there's plenty more to come and 
I was traveling to be an accountant, but <laughs> I was still traveling. Like yeah. I learned a lot about the world sure, and saw a lot of places. Like yeah. that's something I'll take with me for sure. Mm-hmm. Do you know? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, this went Let's wrap so it. long. Um, I'm glad we got to talk about that because I think it's important for our relationship because you could just get stuck in the rut and not focus on, you know, how far you've come and why you're here. So... I hope you enjoyed my little surprise. I did. (laughs) Okay. Um, I do want to thank our team because this is a really kind of big episode for us because, you know, we've put a lot of effort into creating, um, you know, an extension of our adulting like a mother, father brand and community. So please support our website, adulting like a mother, father.com. Um, it was created by Elena, Elena from creative co. She's been an awesome, awesome asset to our team and someone we just really value because she's pulled this website together with just little to friggin <laughs> no help at times from us. Cause we've just been so spread thin, but she, she mastered what I think is like really cool. Yeah. So if you guys have any website projects, definitely hit Elena up. Mm-hmm. Um, if they need contact details, they can always, you can always DM our adulting Instagram and then Kelly will drop those to you. But okay. I, I really enjoyed yeah. working with Elena. I thought she was very much like Kelly, like, Oh my gosh. A goer, super organized, super prepped. Like kept everything on schedule. She was awesome. She was awesome. I highly, highly recommend her and um, Kelly, who has literally been the glue um, just all along. Life manager. Life manager, pod manager, IG manager, so everything. So thank you, Kelly, so much. And Jessa, who helped us swing all of our merch in like a month's time. She works at Blank Clo. Um, and she has the sickest friggin' blanks, okay? Like, you know when you buy merch and you're just like, oh, this is janky and it just feels like merch? Mm -hmm. Her stuff is actually high quality and we chose to go with, you know, like the step up from what was more even what she had that was basic Yeah, because we wanted it to be, you know, wearable things that we would actually spend money on. For sure. For sure. Good quality stuff. I can speak on that a little bit because I have some experience in apparel, and you're right. Like most, you'd call them. I haven't met too many people like her that are almost like a consultant in a way. Mm-hmm. But most like decorators, right? That would do screen printing or embroidery or whatever. Like they would, they could source all your stuff as well. But most that I've ever talked to source like just the baseline quality of stuff from like the baseline manufacturers that everybody sources from. And. Yeah, she did a great job and she she's obviously has some great relationships and she's like gone way above and beyond in, in sourcing and creating, you know, a platform for herself where she can put together some really dope stuff. Mm-hmm. And she did it in truly, I mean, maybe a little over a month. Um, yeah, so killed it. if you guys want to uh, check out our merch, obviously go to our website. Oop, sounds no, so not official. if you want to. Check out the merch. Check out the merch. Adultinglikemotherfather.com. We have our merch up there. Drop your email. Um, and ultimately, just thank you because we wouldn't have even put energy into any of this stuff if we didn't have this community to, you know, kind of support us no and be doubt. along for the journey. So that's it, you guys. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Adulting Like a Mother Father. Okay, and I won't sing anymore, but do we have another deadline for this rap? It's May 31st right now as we're recording. I'm enlisting the help of my actual rapper friend to help me record it with his equipment. Alex, Treasy. 
Um, give me, give me, give me two weeks to be safe. Is that fair? Give me a date. Let me figure out the. Because it'll be by a Tuesday. So tomorrow, June first, episode's dropping. June fifteenth. June fifteenth, yeah, guys. That's you heard it here. Yep. All right. Peace out, guys. Peace. Thanks for listening to Adulting Like a Mother Father. New episodes drop every Tuesday right here, so make sure you tune in for all the goods.